0: Hi, I'm glad you're with us right here on demand. We're happy to have you join us and we are thrilled that thousands of you do this every week. And I hope the message you're about to hear will help you. It's a message for mothers. It's a Mother's Day message that will be soul lifting and life changing. You don't wanna miss it. You wanna call a mom. You wanna send this link to a mom and say, listen, this message will help you. I wanna show you your purpose. I wanna show you your value. I don't want to show you how God sees mom. It's going to be a great study. So stay with us. And when you're finished, I'm going to come back and pray for you, mom. So stay with us. It's going to be great. Enjoy today's message. Repeat the talk with me, please. Say, what would mama say? What would mama say? What did your mama say to you that you now value? Maybe when you first heard it. It didn't really make much sense to you or you just kind of blew it off. So let me hear a couple of what mama said. I just want to hear a brief statement. Now, it can't be a sermon. Now, you got to say mama said and blank. There you go. Okay. Mama said what? Now you value it. You didn't at the time. Mama said what? Money don't grow grow on trees. (laughs) Mama said that. Mama said. What else did mama say? Mama said there's a difference between a woman and a lady. Woo, back your train up a little bit on that one. (laughs) Somebody else. Yes, in the back. If you fall, get get on back up. Get back up, girl. Okay, what else did mama say? What did mama say? Back in the back there. Yes. Keep a a what? Keep a job. Wow, okay. (laughs) Mama said keep a job. All right. Yes. Don't be lazy. Okay. Yes, what did mama say? (laughs) I have the strength of a lion. All right, what did mama say? What's done in the dark will be brought to the light. All y'all, mama must have said that. I heard a lot of comments on that one. One more. What did mama say? Charity starts at home and spreads abroad. Charity starts at home and spreads abroad. My mama used to say, this is her favorite line don't live in a circle. She used to just take a little finger and draw it in a circle. And so, when she I tell you something, son, you learn a lesson, don't live in the circle. And then she'd name a couple of people that we all knew. And she would say, now, I, like, I won't say the man's name, but she said, you see him he's living in the circle. Get paid on Friday, drunk on Saturday, broke on Sunday, and back to work on Monday. <laughs> living in the circle. <laughs> That's the truth. She's still living in the circle. It's amazing. Mama said, there's a verse in Proverbs chapter 31 that I want you to listen to. And in this verse in Proverbs 31 You're going to see a story about a mother talking to her son. And I want you to please understand that what she's going to say doesn't just apply to sons. I believe it applies to daughters as well. The truth goes way beyond gender. But this is a mama talking to a son. So I want you to watch the screens, if you would, please. Proverbs 31, verse 3. Do not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. One more time. Do do not give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys who? Kings. I love that. Verse 4. It is not for kings, O Lemuel, it is not for kings to drink wine, nor for the princesses' intoxicating drink. Verse 6. Give strong drink to him who is perishing, and wine to those who are what? Bitter of heart. Okay, missus on the screen. Verse 7. Let him drink and forget his poverty and remember his misery no more. I, I always loved this part of the Bible, but I always saw it from the virtuous woman's side. Because later on in chapter 31 of Proverbs, it gets into the qualities of a good woman and all that good stuff. But I thought it'd be fun to start with the first seven verses and to talk about The bottom line, the bottom line message to a father, from a mother to a son. Now, what's impressive is she's talking in verse 1 to a guy named King Lemuel. Now, we don't know who he is, not much said about him at all, but that's not important. A mom's talking to her son who's a leader. It's impressive to me that he's listening. I'm impressed that he's not just um, blowing her off. Mama said to her son, I want you to listen, son. I'm going to give you three things to look out for, three things to not let happen in your life. Everybody say three things. Three things that can hurt you, three things that you don't want to happen to you. Three things. One, you don't want to give your strength to women, nor your ways to that which destroys kings. You do not want to give your strength to romance. That's the message. Take the gender out of it for a minute and see the bigger picture. Mama had lived long enough where she knew that one of the first things that can mess you up is getting your love life all messed up with the wrong person. A lot of your troubles, a lot of your issues in life would be different if you made different romantic decisions. It is because you fall in love and out of sense so quickly. You did hear that, didn't you? In love but out of sense. Mind's not here, but you're feeling good. But don't worry. Sense always come back. (laughs) It come back eventually. You know, it fly away and come back and say, oh, hey. And sometimes you feel so dumb. How in the world could I not see it because you was in love? I believe in being in love, uh, but I believe in having sense. And that's what mama's saying. And I love the way she said this. I want you to watch this. Get your hands together. Come on, join the preacher. Ready? Come on, hand signals. You got to join the preacher in the sermon. Now you ready? said, do not give give your strength strength to to romance. You didn't give it away, right? Don't give your strength. I didn't say don't fall in love. I'm in love. I'm madly in love with Diane. I always have. I've loved that girl. I wanted Oh, I saw her. I told you what I told you. I told, I told you what I told the Lord. I said, the Lord is my shepherd. I see what I want. That's what I said. I mean, that's the one. No, I wanted her. Still do. I said, girl, I'll be 99, and you better still run, girl. I tell you, I'm, I love her. I do. know. I, I really, really like her, love her, care about her, want to be around her, enjoy our company. I like Diane a lot as a person. Even when she gets on my nerve, I love her as a person. (laughs) And I I, I think that it's a a country song about crazy beautiful. It's it's a funny song. I love it. I was playing this morning. She crazy, but she beautiful. She run me crazy. (laughs) And it, it listed all the flaws of the one he loved, but he said, but I love her. But she run me crazy. And I think that's part of romance. I think there are moments when you like somebody and it's, it's, it's a little bit, you know, I a little bit challenging. The conversations aren't always in agreement. You know, we don't always see things alike. Uh, and, and that's okay. But, boy, it's good to have a good relationship. But let me tell you something it's more important, to not give your strength to it. I don't need to live as if she's all there is in the world. And I don't want her to live like, like I'm all there is in the world. I don't think that's healthy. Because I, I I expect too much out of her. I put the weight on her in a way. And Mama said to him, Mama said, Now boy, this comes from a woman. I'm a woman telling you this. Don't give your strength to us. Don't let yourself live and die on this altar of romance. You'll make decisions that are not smart. You are a king. You are a leader. How many leaders have been destroyed? Careers have been wrecked because you see somebody in the office and sense leaves you, and you forget that that's a student. That's not an object of your affection. That's a, that's a teenager. That's somebody that's, that's a child. I don't care how mature they act. You have to be the one with sense. Mama said, now what I'm impressed with is the first thing she said. Didn't talk about money. Matter of fact, in all the things she talks about, doesn't talk about money. Doesn't talk about hiring staff. She said, the first thing on my list to you, boy, is check your romantic life. Keep it in check. Don't give your strength to this. How can you be in love and not give your strength? Simple. Simple. Do what's right. Think first. Pause, back up the train. You go to a restaurant, you see somebody. Why? Why? Why, why, are, you, why are you so easily pulled into things? It's because you give your strength to it. And I want you to hear what she said. It's whose strength? No, whose strength is it? No, say my strength. Come on, say this is my strength. I'm giving, my strength to, I'm giving my strength away. And if you love me, you wouldn't want me to give my strength to you. You'd want to strengthen my strength. I should be better with you. I shouldn't lose my values. I shouldn't compromise or embarrass myself. I should be stronger. And so that's the first thing Mama said. Second thing Mama said was fascinating. She says, don't give your ways to things that destroy kings. Watch your behavior. What it, when you think about your behavior, what can you do and what habits do you have that will lead to destruction? She looks at her son who's a leader, the king, and she says, I want you to hear two things so far, son. One, don't give your strength to women. And number two, I want you to make sure, sir, that you behave properly. Don't, don't develop ways that destroy kings. Sometimes it's ways you have. Sometimes it's the way you talk to people. It's not just your husband. It's everybody. Your tone, your temperament. One of my statements to my kids was, good attitude is the key to success. I don't care what you're facing. It's it's your attitude. It's in that moment that you say, I was wrong. or In that moment that you adjust yourself. How good are you? How good are you at being honest about your ways? Some of us have ways that God can never bless. I don't care where you work. I don't care who you work with. I don't care how, who you marry. You can marry anybody. You can marry five more people. They're going to all have the same conclusion. And it's because of the ways that you have. And so I want you to backtrack a little bit. Just think about that. King, she said to him, watch your ways. Things that can destroy you. And then thirdly, she talks about what I call a good mama's warning. Starts off with a good mom's advice. Watch the women. Watch your romantic life. Watch your behavior, your ways. And then thirdly and lastly, she says, I want you to watch your drinking habits. It's not good for leaders, she said, to be intoxicated. Now, I want to I step someplace, and I want to be careful here because I know, you know, some people are real sensitive about their alcohol. So, I ain't going to say too much. I ain't going to make you mad with me now because I know you, you got to hit it every now and then. I understand. <laughs> so, don't get nervous. I was on a cruise, right? And this guy, he was, he, was, he was getting off the boat. Man, he had some, uh, man, was it, Uh it wasn't vodka. It was something else. See, look at y'all. Y'all name him what kind it is. Oh, I know that brand. That's a <laughs> Oh, Okay, okay, okay. Hey, calm down, calm down. So he had, he had jumbo family size. He had a big thing. And then he had a little half a family size. And he didn't have any luggage, but he had that whiskey. He bought it on the island with, you know, a Caribbean. He bought it. And, man, he, he lifted that thing up like this, smiling, getting on the elevator. <laughs> he was happy to be. And so um, I, um, I said, hey, Brian, how you doing, man? I said, you got your stuff? He said, oh, yeah. I said, is it good? Oh, yeah. I said, all right. I didn't say nothing. I said I was picking on the man. I was not. Not. He don't know what I do. He don't know about me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't. You know I don't. And I don't tell people it because it make them nervous. Sometimes they are not, not they're comfortable. Uh, you know. And I. I you know I, I get it. I, you know. But, but it's interesting. The list that this mama came up with. Watch your romantic life. Watch how you behave. Your ways. And then and I want you to stay sober. Now, why wouldn't mama say that? Because mama's seen leaders before. There's at least somebody hearing me today. This would help you. You are out of control. You're medicating yourself in an unhealthy way. Now, I don't know what your testimony is, but I know my testimony and my family has been tragic. Alcohol has not been our family friend. I don't know your story, and I'm not trying to tell your story. I'm just saying it has not been. It has caused poverty to fly through. Sad to say. It's the reason you can't keep a job. It's the reason your relationships get into these tense debates because when alcohol is introduced, you change. For men and for women, what's the honest truth? This mama said, hey, it'll make you forget the rules. Verse 5. You'll drink and forget the law, and you'll pervert justice. Won't be fair. Be mean to your kids. You'll be mean to your wife. You'll be mean to your husband. You'll be mean. You'll be mean if you're not careful. Mama said, You need to check this area of your life. There's something about it because here's what she said it can destroy you. Slowly, you have the right because you're grown. I get it. And I am not mocking you, I'm making a point. Jesus drank wine. Did he act like you? He drank wine at a ceremony, a funeral, I'm sorry, at a, at a wedding. But did he act like you? Did he go to places you went to get it? You want to talk about Jesus drinking wine, let's talk about where way he drank it. I'm not denying it because it's part of the culture. When you go to, you go, to you go to Israel, they drink they, they, they drink wine. They told me, I told you, I told you that when I went there, they told me before I came. They said, "Listen, now you you're coming to preach, but you know Shabbat's coming, and you're gonna have to drink a little bit of wine at my house, family." And so we sat around and on Sabbath, and uh, they passed the thing around, and, and I, I took a sip. <laughs> That's all I did. I I did I swallowed too. I swallowed. <laughs> I took a sip. Say, Pastor Rick, let me ask you something. So why, why don't you drink? Why don't you drink? Well, you, you got some. No, I know my, see, listen. I would like it. I tell y'all that all the time. I'd be, I'd be a wine bill, but if I drank, I'd be, you'd have to, I'd, I'd have to pause, pause the sermon, take a little hit. It, get bread, <laughs> I'd be, um, I, But I'm happy all by myself. I don't need any highs. I'm high enough. Come on, say amen. I'm high enough for me. And I don't like what I've seen it do to people. So let me just say to you, you pray about this, weigh it out the way you want to weigh it out. I'm not going to jump on you anymore. I'm just going to make the point. Mama said, son, you need to stay sober. And some of you, you'd say, I stay sober sometime. Mama says, stay sober. Mama said that you should not be the kind of person who's living in this intoxicated place. And here's one thing that I think is really tragic. Whenever you get to a certain place of depression and frustration, you either eat too much or drink too much. You're running to drugs. You're running to, you're running to something to bring peace to your mind. That's the issue you should deal with. And Mama said that because she cared. And here's what she said. Give strong drink to him who's perishing. And there's something about What happens? Over time. And I pause because I think of my own family and the tragic long term consequences. It led to drinking from drinking to drugs. It was a bridge. Before you know it, it was hard to name a family that was not impacted by it. Hard to name an uncle that was not impacted by it. Hard to name a nephew, a cousin. It's hard to name a person who went to prison that was not drunk or doing drugs. It's hard to name one. If they did go to prison somewhere in the process, those elements were present. Remember I told you last week, there's two things you need in your life. If you want to be a person who succeeds and has resources, you got to have, you got to have the right elements and you got to have boundaries. What are your boundaries? Where do you draw the line? Surely not in your romantic life. You're going from person to person to person to person. Why? Why why are you looking for somebody else to bring you something that they don't have? Have you not figured that out yet? What's in this bottle that's going to bring peace to my mind? What is is it that, what am I going to get out of this? And and it's hard, it's hard to stop yourself. And, And I mean, biologically it's difficult because your body becomes dependent. You know, it looks for... There's a book called Every Man's Battle and it talks about pornography and it talks about addiction and how a person gets pulled in. And what, what he said was profound, that, that your body looks for pleasure and wherever you, wherever you train it to go, that's where it goes. If it's pornography, you go there. If it's whiskey, you go there. If it's beer, if it's other men or women, you go. Whatever whatever makes you feel good for a few minutes and you go there and then you just look again. You're always on the hunt. And that's not with this mama thought was good for her son and she understood something the power of success can make it worse so some of you believe that if you have more money fix it no you'd be crazier because now you can afford to be crazy all over the country see now you can only be crazy in your neighborhood because you can't afford a plane ticket (laughs) when you get a plane ticket money you can be crazy in new york you can be crazy in alabama you can fly all over the world and be crazy and how do I know that? Because I go all over the world and I see drunk people everywhere. I see people out of control everywhere. I see people sitting in first class who are toasted out of their minds sometimes. They stop you. They, thank God they don't give you but so much. But I, I watch people making, making lots of money. I watch them. And they're lost. They've given their strength to romance. Can't wait to get to this town to meet somebody new. Deceive their wife or their husband. Because their whole strength all of their life is centered around that one goal and it's a tragic life so what did mama say to you maybe i didn't name your three today and maybe i did and maybe it's time for you to think about this one more thing i want to say and we'll pick up on this next week mama said something else that was fascinating to me well mama talked about money a lot to me she didn't talk about it in Ways that I think would have, you know, she talked about it, but there's some, now there are ways that I wish we had talked about money that was different than we did. I wish we, I wish, first of all, I wish I had listened to her. Mama said to me, Rick, I would like us to pool our money together so that we can do something amazing together. That's what Mama said. Buy a house. That's what Mama said. Mama said, let's buy a house together. That's what mama said. I told mama, uh, I don't see how uh, I can do that at this financial level. But repeat with me, please. Say mama was right. If I bought a house with mama in L.A. back in those days, those houses grew to $400,000 in value. A little small, 1,600 square foot homes. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. But Ricky said, no, I don't see that. Mama said a lot of things to me about money. Mama used, to, Mama used to hide money. Now, I'm going to tell you where she used to hide it. No, I ain't telling you that. No, I ain't going to tell you that. But she used to hide money around the house. Call it a stash. And, and I, I learned the value of keeping $5 somewhere in your sock or somewhere. But I've, I've learned something that somehow what she said didn't sink in until I got to a place in life where I struggled. And it was in the struggle that my life changed. It was in my struggling moments that everything around me changed. So there's some issues we're going to consider in our next study together. The first one is this. What do you contribute financially to the world you live in? What do you contribute financially to the world you live in. Some of you, you're really big on your mama, but you don't really contribute anything to the world that she lives in. You're really excited about her, and you celebrate her today or cry because she's gone, whatever. But I want to ask you the question, what do you contribute? You'll go eat dinner over there today, and if you're not careful, you won't contribute anything. You won't even wash the dishes. You'll just eat to celebrate mama. You eat her food. Won't wash one dish. I hope I make you feel it today. Come on, say amen. (laughs) There are times we just don't think about it. So what do you contribute? And then there's some longer-range issues we're going to deal with in the coming weeks. Are you in the financial fight for yourself, for your family, and the causes you believe in? Will your kids ever have money? Some of you say, I hope so, amen. Will your family ever have money? Will your church, as I said earlier today, ever have enough money to make a difference? My mama was really, really aware of something. If you don't focus on your romantic life properly, things will not go right for you. If your ways are not right, if you don't watch your behavior, you will destroy yourself. If you don't make sure that you are sober enough to see things right, You will allow alcohol to drag you someplace you don't want to be, or drugs. And lastly, if money is your issue, you will spend your life living in the circle. I want to pray for you today. This is Prayer Sunday. And I want to pray for God to do something in your life. I want you to stand with me, please. And on this day, I want to pray about what Mama said to you. We heard what Mama told Lemuel, the king. Some of you would say, Pastor, you didn't name my issue. But I hear you on this prayer Sunday, which happens to be Mother's Day. I hear you. I've learned that I don't succeed by feeling bad about yesterday. I've learned that I gain nothing by beating myself up for not buying a house with my mama because eventually I bought her a house, so I did all right. Come on, give me an amen on that one. Oh, yeah. It's all good. It's all good. I, I, it it, work, it, it works, it's worked its way out eventually. I was very proud of that. Proud to put her in my house. Go on in there, girl. Paid nothing. I loved that. That was a good moment. But I also learned something. When I look back, There are just some things, uh, opportunities I missed, but I get it now. I'm in a place in my life right now where I'm rebuilding Ricky. I'm in a rebuild Ricky move. And I, I mean academically, emotionally, financially. I'm in a whole space, focus. And I like the way I feel. I like, I like the fact that my mama would look at me and say, boy, you, you went back to school and you made all age your first semester. You're gone with your bad self. That's what my mama would say. My mama would say that. she with your bad self. In the name of it. Got a tremendous study group. and we're, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm proud of the progress I'm making. Proud of the hard work. I'm, I'm determined not to be the same. If you're in my space and you want me to pray for you, come on to the altar. I'm praying for people today. You might say, Pastor Rick, something you said spoke to me. I want to to come to prayer. Come on down to the altar, would you please? I just want to pray with you. I don't know. Something I said today spoke to you in some way. Something I said today resonates with you. Maybe you are in the rebuilding yourself mode. Step forward. Come close. Come close. Come close. I don't know. If it, if it didn't, it's all good to stay there. But if you want to come on down just say, you know, I want, to, I want to say excuse me to your neighbor. Say excuse me to your neighbor. Don't don't, don't, don't don't say no to yourself. Say yes to yourself. Why are you saying no to yourself? What's it going to do? I'm not going to call your name. I'm not going to do anything to you. Mama say, come on down here. Praise God. You need to come on down here. You, need, you feel it? Come on, get closer. Come on. <laughs> maybe, maybe you thought your life could never change. Maybe you, you never thought it you'd be in a place where you are right now. You just want somebody to pray for you. You're going through some physical challenge. This is my time to pray for you. Anything physical going on, come on down to the altar. I'm going to pray for you. I believe that God's a healer. You believe that? Maybe your heart's broken. Maybe your mind's just kind of off kilter a little bit. You're not sure where you're headed. You just said, I want to, I want prayer today. Life doesn't seem like it's going right. Father, we come today as people still come. Come on, even while I'm praying, you can come. Even while I'm praying, you can still come. We come on this prayer Sunday, and we lay before you our issues as we come. Come on, everybody still come. It's fine. Come on down. And we lay before you everything Mama said to us. Some things we listened to, some things we didn't. Some folks in this room would say, I didn't have a good relationship with my mom. I have a bad story, Pastor Rick. My mom abandoned me. My mom wasn't there for me. Well, that's okay. You made it. Pray for your mom. I'm sure she has her own story, her own pain. My goal today is to get you better. I want you to leave this place. I want you to leave this service if you're streaming in here, and I want you to let God heal your heart today. Would you all lift your hands with me, please? We lift our hands, God, and we lift up all the issues we talked about. Our money, our romantic life, our behavior. our 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 tendency lord god to seek fulfillment in alcohol or drugs whatever it is we lift it up before you help us lord god to live in boundaries boundaries of health and balance and father i thank you today for your healing touch upon every life here every life at home every life that's in the audience and i declare healing and grace on this Mother's Day, in Jesus' name. And everybody say amen. amen. Could you give God a big hand clap? Can you do that? Can you give God a big praise? Come on. We thank you, Lord, for your praise. I want to pray one last prayer. I want you to look at the preacher for a second. Nothing matters if your walk with God is not solid. And I'm not talking about being religious. I'm talking about being honest with God. I was not a church person. And because I wasn't a church person, I understand what it means to live for 15 years of my life, for the first part of my life, the major youth of my life, my junior high school, almost high school years, without being a church person, which means I didn't go to church. I didn't read the Bible. and didn't do any of that. I got saved by 15 and 14. I didn't come to church until I was like almost 16. So even after I came to God, I prayed the prayer because I you know felt some spiritual moment I told you about many times but I didn't go to church some people cannot go to church and, be, and love God with all their heart we, we judge people sometimes sometimes people don't come to church because they're tired of us <laughs> they get <tired. laughs> in here too long talk too long don't know what you said and I just they just, they just get tired of us they love God but they can't stand us sometimes but today, I want to ask you about your walk with God. With every head bowed, every eye closed, one more time. If you're here today and you say, Pastor Rick, I want you to pray for me because my walk with God needs a tune up. I really haven't given God my life, but I want you to pray for me today because when I leave out of here, I want to leave out of here hearing what Mama said. I want to leave out of here serving God. I want to leave out of here right with God. Some of you, your mama's been praying for you for a long time. And it's time for you to make a statement. Now, with every head bowed and every eye closed, that's you. And you want my prayers today. Where you're standing, raise your hand. Anybody saying pray for me? I want to start walking. Anybody else? I see one. I see two. I see three. Where yeah, Let me see. Where are you at? I see four or five. Where yeah, you at? I want to see you. I see more. Thank you, God. I lift up every hand. Thank you. I see your hand. I lift up every hand before you. And I want you all to join them. Can we lift our hands one more time for these people to join with them? We thank you for you died on the cross to give them a chance. Some are rededicating their lives. Some are giving their lives for the first time to Jesus. Some at home are saying, Pastor, this prayer is for me. And I want Jesus to come into my life and touch me today. I want a change. I want a different experience. I want God's power present in my life. And Lord, I pray that today they'd leave this service and they'd say, I've given my life to Christ. I've started my life. Now, I don't know how to live it perfectly. But, Lord, I pray they'd find the right church, the right people, the right friends, the right place to grow in their walk with you. And I pray in Jesus' name that this would be a strong beginning for them of a new life. In Jesus' name. Now, look at me for a second. In the Bible, they would strike hands. That was a way of saying they had an agreement with something. Bam. Got it. That's how they did it. They'd have pens and pencils all the time. So let's strike our hands together and say amen to what we just prayed. Come on, amen. We believe it? Come on. Give God a big praise. Amen. I believe it. I pray that message helped you. I pray that all moms were inspired to believe that they have a purpose and a value. Sometimes we play down the value of women and moms in our culture, but moms play a great role and I want you to know that God cares. So let me pray for you. Father, I pray that on this Mother's Day or whenever someone watches this on demand, let the Spirit of God meet them and may it inspire them to believe they can. I pray that fathers would learn how to embrace moms and that they would learn how to embrace the challenge that women face. But also pray for the women who carry a burden that's harder than they ever expected give them peace give them strength and i pray blessings upon them in jesus name my name is pastor ricky temple i'm glad you joined us please feel free to use some of our other mediums link this and send it to a friend if you think it blessed your life also make sure that you reach out to us by email if you have a question or a concern we'd love to pray with you about your needs i am thrilled that you're with us and don't miss next week I'm going to get back to some more stuff down the road in the series. It's going to be a blessing to you. So stay there. It's going to be great. See you next time. Bye-bye.